Welcome to the Creation Podcast. I'm Christy Hardy. On today's episode, we're talking about ICR's biggest project yet, the ICR Discovery Center for Science and Earth History. The grand opening for the Discovery Center will be Labor Day, September 2nd in Dallas. Let's talk with ICR's team of scientists and experts to find out what you can expect when you visit. Dr. Brian Thomas is ICR's paleobiochemist. Dr. Brian, tell us, why are you so excited about the opening of the ICR Discovery Center? It's hard for me to answer this question with just picking one thing, because I'm excited about a lot of different aspects of this Discovery Center, one of which is it is state of the art. I mean, people are going to come in and, and just they're going to go, wow. And the reason we did this is because we have such a life-changing message and we wanted to get it across in the best way possible. We didn't want to have, you know, some artifacts in a glass case with no explanation. You kind of look at it and go, okay, why am I looking at this? That's not at all what this is about. We have touch screens, we have animatronic animals, we have fully immersive environmental experiences, we've got theaters. I mean, it's state of the art. It's fantastic. And so that's exciting because I'm looking forward to people coming through and just going, wow, this is the way to do it right. And not just the production value, but the reason we have the production value is because that's what we feel like the content deserves. So I'm even more excited about the content. What is it we're trying to say? Well, what we're trying to say is the kind of information that you don't get anywhere else. You don't get it at the secular museums or the standard museums that you can go to across the nation. This is a place, the Discovery Center, where you'll learn the evidence, the real science. It's in the technical literature. It's just not in the school textbooks. But this science backs up the Bible. This science demonstrates the trustworthiness of the record of Genesis. And finally, I guess a third, <laughs> a third reason I get excited about this is because it all points to the Creator who became our Savior. And that's the reason we're on the planet, is to know Him and enjoy Him. And this Discovery Center leads us to Him. That's the whole intent and purpose. Dr. Jeff Tompkins is ICR's Director of Life Sciences. Dr. Tompkins, why do you think the Discovery Center is important? I think the Discovery Center is extremely important because it's going to show how science and the Bible perfectly mesh together. Science supports the scriptures and the scriptures support science. And Genesis is literal history and our Discovery Center is going to show how science supports that. Dr. Jake Heber is ICR's physicist. Well, it gives us an opportunity to showcase uh, the research that we've been doing here at ICR and to elaborate on things that you can't maybe perhaps do in just a short article. And so it's a chance for us to present all this information kind of at once and to give people a feel for the big picture of how the Bible makes sense of Earth history. You know, including things like the dinosaurs and, and the Ice Age, things like that. Dr. Jim Johnson is ICR's Associate Professor of Apologetics. ICR's Discovery Center should help visitors to discover more of the important truths that are most important and relevant to our lives, such as how real-world science affirms and corroborates what God reveals to us in the Holy Bible. The exhibits and movies in the Discovery Center will answer many of the confusing questions that stump people, over which questions some stumble and lose faith. Many of the modern myths are debunked by the scientific evidences displayed in the Discovery Center. Also, the magnificence of God's creation, as well as God's actions in human history, are highlighted, reminding us that our Creator God is the powerful genius who controls all the moving parts of our universe. I want people to say, wow, I never knew that. That changes everything. Now I know for certain 
that I did not come from a fish. I came from God. Uh, I know for certain that the Genesis record is an account of history, not a book of myths. And therefore, I know with more certainty than ever before that the God who wrote this book is a God who I can trust with my life. Those are some of the big picture outcomes that I hope this Discovery Center will accomplish. How will the Discovery Center differ from most science museums? Most science museums have a failed evolutionary view of history that doesn't really depict real science. It doesn't even fit with real science. Real science actually supports the scriptures, and the Discovery Center is going to show how that is true. You go from floor to floor, from exhibit to exhibit in most science museums, and what you get there is a consistent message being preached through the placards. And that message is, you came from ape-like ancestors millions of years ago. You evolved. Dinosaurs evolved. That's the message. Evolution, everything evolved into place by nature only, nature only. You're not going to get that at the Discovery Center. You'll discover the science that has refuted those claims, and you'll discover the reason why these museums across our land have to keep putting up so many placards on every floor and on every display case is because they don't have an actual case. They don't have the science to back it up. So they have to just use propaganda and repeat it so that people who go through their museums get that message that you evolved, you evolved millions of years ago, millions of years ago. We don't have that. We have the science that supports recent creation. So that's a biblical creation. And there is science to support that. And um, we've got it on display. Well, the obvious answer is that it's going to unabashedly give glory to the Lord Jesus Christ for the creation of all these things he has made. You know, uh, People love dinosaurs, and I think one of the reasons we love dinosaurs and people are so fascinated by dinosaurs is, I think, because the Lord knows what gets us excited. He knows that there's something about those amazing creatures that just really appeals to us. And yet, when you see secular documentaries or read secular reports about these creatures, God receives no credit for making these amazing, wonderful creatures. And uh, that's just wrong. And uh, nature did not create these. Uh, Natural selection and evolution did not create them. God made them. And he deserves the credit and the glory for making these magnificent creatures, as well as all these other wondrous things we see in creation. We'll talk more with ICR scientists and experts in just a moment. Would you like to attend the grand opening for the ICR Discovery Center? Join us this Labor Day, September 2nd, as we explore the incredible harmony that exists between science and the Bible. Enjoy stunning planetarium shows and live science presentations. Encounter animatronic creatures, the Ice Age Theater, and more. To purchase tickets and plan your visit, go to icrdiscoverycenter.org. If you're enjoying this episode of the Creation Podcast, you should check out ICR's free monthly magazine. Acts and Facts explores ICR's latest scientific research and answers the most pressing questions of faith and science. Sign up today at icr.org slash subscriptions. Now, let's talk more with our ICR experts. Dr. Tompkins, how is your field of study represented in the Discovery Center? My field of study in the area of genetics and genomics is going to show how humans are unique, how that human evolution is not supported by science, and how that humans created in the beginning in the image of God is fully supported by the genetic and genomic data. My field of study is ancient proteins, and um, I was happily able to help design one corner of the Discovery Center that does feature these proteins that are in fossils. 
And so as you go through the Discovery Center, you reach a room near the end that's called Current Research. And in the Current Research room, there's a big touch table and screens and some placards on the wall that point out this latest research that shows soft tissues, molecules, biomolecules, still inside fossils, including dinosaur fossils and others. And uh, this is remarkable evidence for recent deposition, deposition of these animal remains thousands, not millions of years ago. That really explains why we have a hundred, over a hundred, published in the technical literature, not in the museums across our land, not in our public school textbooks, but it's in the literature and it's in the fossils. And they look young because of all the tissues and biomolecules that are still in them. So it's there uh, and uh, it'll be fun to see people digging in and and watch their jaws drop as they go, I didn't know there was blood vessels inside of a T-Rex bone and things like that. That'll be fun. Most of my really hardcore research has been involved in the Ice Age. And we have an Ice Age theater that shows people how the Bible explains the Ice Age. And of course, we've got some exhibits that go along with that. We have an animatronic woolly mammoth that I think people will really get a kick out of. We have some kiosks Uh, that will explain some of these issues in more detail. And I'm excited about the fact that we have an auditorium where we can give PowerPoint lectures on these topics and answer questions that people have in more detail. I'm just really chomping at the bit to answer some of these questions that people think are unanswerable. People like Bill Nye, the science guy, think that these deep ice cores from Greenland and Antarctica or a slam dunk argument for an old earth, and they're not. And we can show people why they're not and how there's even evidence within those ice cores that those ice sheets are young, that they're not millions of years old. And so I'm just chomping at the bit for those opportunities. I've done a little bit of work in astronomy and cosmology, and so some of the things that we've done will be highlighted in the planetarium and our uh, creation of the universe room. I think people are just going to be blown away. We've really got some really high-quality exhibits to share with people. If you're interested in ecology, as I am, look for the biodiversity on display. Various big and small animals, including woolly rhinoceros, Tyrannosaurus rex, buffalo, pterodactyl, sheep, birds, whatever. Plants, including trees, flowers, grasses, and geophysical environments such as Grand Canyon, Mount St. Helens, and the Ice Age Theater. And, if you like ancient Hebrew, look for the ancient Hebrew manuscripts in Noah's office workshop handwritten in the Hebrew alphabet that predated the Babylonian captivity. If you like history, it's there. Biblical history, history of ancient civilizations, history of how mankind diversified after the flood, Reformation history, and the history of scientific discoveries. If you appreciate analyzing evidence, it is all around you, in every room you walk through. God has not left himself without a witness. The Discovery Center is packed with evidence that God is the creator, that his word is true, and that God is glorious in all that he does. How do you think a visit to the Discovery Center will benefit both Christians and skeptics? Well, I think Christians are going to be really encouraged to see how well the Bible makes sense of things like the rocks and fossils and how they can take the Bible as written. They don't have to try to mix the Bible with evolutionary ideas. And I think that will be a tremendous encouragement for many Christians. And we are hoping and praying that people who aren't Christians, people who may be skeptics about the creation worldview, will take a second look at these issues and will think long and hard about what they've been taught 
and whether or not the stories they've been told about Earth history and evolution can really stand up to scrutiny. I think skeptics are going to be seriously challenged by the really good and totally solid science we're going to present in the Discovery Center. It's going to challenge their worldview, which is really not even based on good, solid scientific fact. Fact of the matter is that evolution is a religion. It takes more faith to believe in evolution than it does creation science because the scientific facts support creation. Well, it depends on what flavor of skeptic, because most skeptics (laughs) come in this flavor called, I don't want to know and I'm not going to know. And so, you know, you can have someone rise from the dead right in front of a skeptic. And if they don't want to know and they're not going to know, then even that kind of evidence uh, won't persuade a skeptic to change his or her mind. That's exactly what happened during Jesus' time, by the way. But there's another flavor of skeptic, and that's one who turns his skepticism upon his own skepticism. So, so she becomes skeptical about being skeptical. And, and maybe if there's a skeptic that's in that mode, then some of the evidences that they would encounter in this discovery center would help to turn that mindset around and, and help these skeptics and others in our culture to reconsider the feasibility of the history that's in Genesis and therefore the reliability of the entire Bible, including the gospel, the saving gospel upon which this whole book rests, and the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want even the skeptics to encounter the Lord Jesus himself, who is creator of all things and wants to be your savior too. A special thanks to Dr. Brian Thomas, Dr. Jim Johnson, Dr. Jake Hebert, and Dr. Jeff Tompkins for sharing their perspectives on the soon-to-open ICR Discovery Center. And thank you, podcast listeners, for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about the ICR Discovery Center, visit our website at icrdiscoverycenter.org or follow us on social media at ICR Discovery. Remember to subscribe to The Creation Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review the show so more listeners can find us. Join ICR next time for another episode of The Creation Podcast.